It has been fun over the last uh, several years watching the growth of the private jet on wheels. This, of course, is Vaughn Lane. And they've gone through some rough economic times that have, have succeeded, and they're continuing to. And, in fact, they're expanding and going to start serving uh, a new run from Atlanta to Nashville in, in, in addition to the Texas Triangle that they've, they've had for a long time. Alex Danza is the founder and CEO of Vaughn Lane and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. So I've been seeing, you know, I've been seeing television ads more frequently. I know you've used them in the past, but I've seen with a lot more frequency, and I've been seeing them on the business channels, which yes, is what I have a want to, to watch for some reason. So you're going after business travels, travelers, right? Not grandma? We're going after both. You know, when we founded the company nine years ago, the idea was it was going to be a business traveler solution. We have been pleasantly surprised about how much leisure travelers enjoy the solution as well. And now, frankly, like all travel space, you know, space uh, companies, we're trying to get those business travelers back to, on the road to the level they were before the pandemic. And it's it's slowly creeping up nicely the last six to eight weeks. And so um, we're starting to see those business travelers get back on the road, but still not at the level of, of the pre-pandemic. So the loop, I understand, Austin, Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, and then folding in San Antonio, as you did here some time ago. I mean, that is that's high density. And, I, you know, it's just it's a pain in the neck to go to the airport an hour early and then take an hour flight and then take an hour to get out of there. But it's. I can see the argument. But tell me about this new one. I'm intrigued. Uh, the run from Nashville, Tennessee to Atlanta, Georgia. What's what's behind that? Two great cities that um, are booming. Um, you know, Nashville is going to sell, I think, 185 percent more room nights this year than they did in 2019. Um, so there's cranes everywhere. There's great hotels going up everywhere from an entertainment standpoint. Nashville is, is, is really set itself on the map. And from a business standpoint, you're putting these two population centers, um, together, you know, you've probably got close to 7 million, 6 million, 7 million people between the two cities combined in their metro areas. So lots of movement between both cities for commerce and leisure. And uh, right now, you know, if you fly out of Atlanta Hartsfield Airport, for example, in June, about 25% of those flights were delayed and the average delay was an hour. And Nashville Airport shocked me when I found out very similar statistics. So, you know, it's, it's a struggle to go to the airport for something that you can drive your own vehicle under four hours. And, you know, we're making this route between Atlanta and Nashville in three hours and 45 minutes and you're working the whole time or you're extremely comfortable if you're a leisure traveler and you're resting. Yeah, I, I've maintained for a long time since living in the South that, that the devil actually lives in the Atlanta airport. <laughs> he commutes out of the out of the Atlanta airport. So tell me about tell me about business right now. I, I, I so understand so business the business travel or is slowly coming back. But what about the challenges for, for labor? And my goodness, I, these things burn diesel, right? I mean, gasoline prices have come down. Diesel seems like it's headed the opposite way. It's been a, a big challenge, that the diesel price for us. It's really eroded margins. Um, we have tried to not um, pass that on to the passengers as much as we can. Um, but we have done some rate increases since, um, I'd say, November of 20, um, 2020, we started raising rates slightly. 
um, but not to the level where we've passed on all of our, our cost increases to passengers. So we've been very mindful of that. Um, labor has gone up um, and fuel for sure are our two biggest cost drivers right now. So that's that's where we're focused. What about equipment? Uh, I, and I know you take you take a basic coach and completely rebuild it to your to your standards. Are you having supply chain problems with that? We're having supply chain problems for parts, uh, for repair, um, absolutely. So we're being very proactive in, in purchasing uh, parts that we know we're going to need in the future and stockpiling those, um, which, is, which has worked out well for us. And then, yeah, we have seen an increase in our cost for the vehicle itself. Um, and, you know, rightfully so, because I imagine the manufacturer's costs have gone through the roof as well. So we've taken on um, some additional costs there, though we made some good decisions um, pre-pandemic to to buy vehicles ahead of time. And so a lot of those vehicles are still coming off the line for us now at pre-pandemic prices, which has been great. So we'll put 10 new vehicles um, on the road by in 2022 alone. So um, it's, it's been a big expansion year for us from a fleet standpoint. Well, you're st- so you're starting in November on this new this new Nashville November and obviously that's not going to interchange at all with anything that you're doing in Texas. So that has that's to be, right. So we'll have a fleet, fleet there. Fleet. We'll have a fleet in that region, which you know we're calling the Southeast region, the Southeast Conference, <laughs> and uh, so Texas and, and and Oklahoma are joining the Southeast Conference. So it so is Vaughn Lane. <laughs> you know this so, week yeah, we'll have we'll have a fleet on the ground there with uh, with crew and and management in that region as well. You know, this weekend, actually watching TCU and SMU and watching A&M play Arkansas, it was like the Southeast Conference, the old Southwest, Southwest. Conference, Southwest Conference, you know, was still around. So tell me about City Pairs, because we've talked on and off. And there was a time I thought you were going to fold Memphis in and do a maybe a, a Memphis-Nashville run. And then yes. for a brief time, you were serving Dallas, uh, Oklahoma City, because Southwest had abandoned that. That seemed like a, a logical market. Yeah. Uh, um, any so plans? We did, we did. Go ahead. Yeah, Memphis is in the plans. Absolutely. Um, actually, I I just met last week with the, the state of Tennessee um, travel and tourism officials, and uh, they are very keen on getting us going to Memphis. And one of the main reasons is they have a number of international travelers that fly into Nashville and want to do tours of the South and specifically music tours of the South. And these folks can't get from Nashville to Memphis for the blues and Elvis portion of the tour. And then they want to go to New Orleans for the jazz portion of the tour. And, you know, as you know, if you're in Nashville, there is no direct flight to Memphis. You cannot fly within the state of Tennessee from these two major cities. And if you're an international traveler, renting a car, driving is a little daunting. So they are really pushing us hard to do Nashville, Memphis next, which is currently our plan. And will they? Are there inducements? I mean, in in many, you know, for an airline, they'll give them a million dollars a year if you'll if you'll serve, serve our airline, serve our uh, airport. We're we're going to be having those discussions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take that as a yes. So uh, <laughs> and and Oklahoma, I'm I'm surprised that didn't work out. You know, I think what we found with Oklahoma City, Dallas, is that there there lacks what we call community of interest between the two cities. If you think about you know, your personal life, you know, I know you're in Dallas. Do you know many people that have family in Oklahoma City? I don't. Do you know many businesses that have an office in each city? Do you know many law firms that have an office in both city, for example? And it just, it's just really not there. And, um, 
at the end of the day for us, we could put those assets to use on routes with a lot more demand like Dallas, Austin, Dallas, Houston, Fort Worth, Austin, Fort Worth, Houston, a lot more demand on those routes. And the beauty of this business model, as you know, is the asset is mobile. Yeah. So if it doesn't work, we can quickly redeploy that asset and make it work elsewhere, which is a real beauty of the business. It's not like building a factory that you can't relocate. So it sounds like you found your sweet spot. I mean, at nine years, I would guess so. But but Nashville, Atlanta ought to be about four hours or so. And yeah, I would we guess, do it in 345. Okay, lately, and Dallas, Dallas, Houston is how long? 345. Okay, so is that it? I mean, it, it, is that, does that push the limit? You don't want to have six, hour, six hours on a bus? Yeah, I personally would not want to have six <laughs> hours on a, on a motor coach. And uh, and I actually enjoy riding motor coaches, but I always kind of take a business decision from that standpoint. Would I do it? Um, we're getting asked a lot for Dallas, San Antonio, which would, would be slightly probably over four, maybe pushing four and a half hours. We're looking at it hard. There, we get a lot of requests for it, a lot. And so that will be a test for us to see, is that the upper limit? Is that the upper limit where people will ride? Von Lane also um, did a, a, a fascinating pivot during COVID, and you were they were using co families and were renting your coaches and going on ski vacations and things like that, and a lot of charters. Um, and foot it was football season, so are you back in in that doing that in in the? In we the never fall? stopped, so we have continued to do a lot of charter work. That's part of the fleet expansion, you know, that we put in place this year. Um, Texas OU weekend, for example, we'll, we'll be bringing people on private charters from all over the state to, to Dallas. And so that has never stopped. We've picked up a number of sports teams, professional and collegiate. And so we're doing a lot of that charter work. Well, it's, it's fascinating to see it. Like I say, the, the advertising is interesting and, and, and going after that, that business travel, but good, good luck on that, uh, that run from Atlanta to Nashville and, you know, if, if you need a rest stop, Swanee is about midway, so it's a good stop we'll, for you. We'll let them know that you sent us. All right. <laughs> Alex Danz is the founder and CEO of Von Lane, and we always enjoy the updates. Good to spend some time with you, sir. Thank you, David. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.